Hi, I'm Dr. Tony Paparo. Welcome to The Peak Solution. Our mission is to provide you, our listeners, with the most effective and up-to-date information to help you live the kind of life you desire and deserve. We will also discuss those forces that keep you from living your dreams and how to overcome them. Many of our podcasts will just be you and me. I will be discussing the many lessons I learned through my training, as well as what I experienced through my nearly three decades of working as a performance psychologist. In addition, we will invite experts from the fields of sport, golf, medicine, business, education, health, nutrition, as well as alternative medical specialists and the complementary healing arts. We want to give you the greatest number of options for achieving the best possible you. So if you're ready, let's journey together into that great unknown of what's possible. Hi, this is Dr. Tony Paparo with The Peak Solution. My guest today is Hetty Keith. She is a retired language arts teacher and the founder and president of the Milwaukee Writer Circle. She is also host of Meet the Author with Hetty Keith. She is also a certified general writing instructor and has researched and studied post-traumatic stress disorder for over 15 years. Hetty began researching adverse childhood experiences, or ACEs, since publishing her memoir, Through It All, A Memoir of Love and Loss. Welcome, Hetty. Uh, thank you for uh, speaking to my audience today. You're welcome, Tony. Glad to be here. Um, let me just find out a little bit about you. How many books have you published? Uh, actually, three. I published my memoir, and I published uh, African American Scientists and Inventors, a curriculum that I used in my classroom when I was there. And then the, least, the recent one is the journal writing, uh, Trauma Recovery Journal. Excellent. So how long have you been writing? Oh, all my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started as a young child writing on my father's lap and, uh, and then writing letters and notes and different things and just graduated to bigger and better things. Oh, excellent. So when did you decide to write a trauma recovery journal? Uh, that was after I published my memoir and I found out about the ACEs survey and questionnaire. And it's, there's 10 questions on that ACEs survey. And some of them, uh, there was three of them that I had undergone in my childhood. And so I wanted to learn more about this ACEs it's in my book, the first book, the memoir, and uh, and so I set out to learn more about that and to get involved with different organizations, and it's uh, it's also related to post-traumatic stress disorder, you know. So it was just right along the same lines. And so you do a lot of speaking on ACEs and post-traumatic stress disorder. Yes, and journal writing, and I do journal writing workshops with PTS veterans. Oh, excellent. So. Um, you don't just journal write, you use expressive writing. Can you explain the difference? Yeah, expressive, well, journal writing is just you write down what you're thinking about, right? And it could go anywhere. But expressive writing is writing about your thoughts and feelings about whatever happened about it. So it brings out that trauma. 
it could be a simple little writing prompt, but it brings out that trauma somehow or other because that's where you go to when you're talking about your feelings and stuff. And when you're journal writing, most people just write out, just um, dump <laughs> their anger or whatever it is that's on their mind without thinking about or writing about their feelings or what they think about that situation or experience. Do people have a problem using expressive writing, talking about their feelings or writing their feelings down? Do they experience the trauma all over again or the stress and anxiety of that situation? Yes, they do have a problem with thinking about their feelings because we're not used to talking about or even thinking about our feelings. We just react. Mm-hmm. And and it is uh, kind of reliving the memory, but the magic of writing about it is you release it. When you reflect on it, you release it, and it's over with. And that doesn't happen with talk therapy. Uh-huh. You relive it, but you keep reliving it. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But on paper and pencil, you just it just releases it. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I found that writing. Um, has a much more powerful impact on um, our experience than just speaking about it. Right, it does. But it's good combined with talk therapy. You have something to talk about, you know, mm -hmm. questions to spring from. And then I would imagine that since you're a certified hypnotherapist, that once a person brings that information out, you can use the hypnotherapy to help them further release the trauma and the pain so that they can move forward in their exactly. life. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So what are the other benefits of using expressive writing uh, versus regular journal writing? Are there any others? Yes, it's a big aid with mental health, uh, with anxiety, with depression, um, even some of the things that you work with, with suicide prevention. If you get to the bare cause of things instead of dealing with the symptoms you can overcome those things yes exactly that's what I have found out Mm -hmm. so who do you think should use journal writing or expressive writing I think everybody (laughs) everybody (laughs) because we all have experiences and situations that we haven't released and they need to be released because it wrecks havoc on our bodies Mm -hmm. you know that chronic stress which is you know the beginning of the trauma is that chronic stress and if you're under stress every day like with a stressful marriage or a stressful job or or some other kind of stressor that you're going through every day that's chronic stress and that takes a toll on its body on our bodies and causes disease and even can lead to death yeah research now shows that 75 to 90 percent of all doctor visits are the result of long-term unresolved stress Mm -hmm. and every single chronic disease suffered by Americans is also related to stress in some way and so Mm -hmm. things like PTSD, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, um, even cancer, alcoholism, Mm -hmm. drug abuse, sleeplessness, all those things are related to unresolved stress so we have to get um, the stress out of our body Mm -hmm. and as you're letting our listeners know, expressive writing is one way that they can use to help them alleviate those um, internal um, places of being stuck. Yes, and then some people, they don't like to deal with their trauma. They want to slip it under the rug. 
And I say that's that's a no-no because you, if you don't deal with it, whatever you slip under the rug can trip you up and you can fall. Yep. And, yeah, the suppressing <clears throat> or ignoring um, mm-hmm. our, our feelings and our painful um, life experiences just keep accumulating, and mm-hmm. that's that turns in long-term into uh, PTSD. Mm-hmm. It certainly does. So what got, it, what got you interested in trauma? Well, I started by when I took, say, when I, when I took my um, hypnosis training, and there's three areas that hypnotists really usually deal with on average, and that is weight loss, smoking cessation, and stress management. So I had to research and find out more about stress, how it affects the body, and how to manage the stress. And then it just led into the trauma, the PTSD. I have a compassion for working with veterans, you know, with PTSD. My family, most of the men in my family and a couple of the women were military people or are military people. And so I know their stories. (laughs) So um, that led into what I'm doing now. So you've suffered from PTSD, as I understand, yes. uh, from ch- childhood aces and, and trauma. Well, when I wrote the book, I thought I suffered from PTSD for the loss of a love. And that was true, because I had carried this loss and this hurt feelings for almost 40 years. But after I published it and started going around um, talking about the book and book signings and things like that, I, I realized that it was more than just my PTSD and his PTSD. It was some childhood trauma there that kind of set things up, you know. And so it was in reflecting on your life in the writing of your um, memoir Mm -hmm. that brought up things that you had suppressed or Um, ignored for a long time and I believe there were a number of revelations that you came to while writing the book. Yes, big revelations because uh, in post-traumatic stress disorder people have dreams uh, like say a Vietnam veteran can dream about being in the war in Vietnam or he might he or she might have flashbacks of what he experienced in the war well, I had dreams that unfolded what I had gone through, and I had flashbacks where just it would just come to to my mind, to my memory, and um, those kind of things is what led me to understand and re- be able to reflect upon what happened to me. I went searching for my lost love to find out what happened, and in searching for him and find out, I found myself and things that had been suppressed. Um, and I, I always say that God never puts more on us than we can handle. I said, that's, that's the subconscious mind that takes over and says, she can't deal with this. I'm just going to erase this until she's ready to deal with it. Excellent. Um, and so <clears throat> that was your history. How does childhood trauma affect adults later in life? That's a good one. It affects adults 
because it's, that trauma is sitting in the body, causing disease, causing certain behaviors. We, we react to certain things. We don't even know why we reacted that way. We may get mad about something that was just a small thing, and we want to blow it up. We just blow up about it. And that could be related to that trauma, something that that trauma, uh, something of that trauma was triggered. So does that also keep somebody from, or do they avoid certain situations unconsciously, or um, do they sabotage their life as yes. well? Yes. They avoid situations that remind them of that, and not, they may not even be aware of it. They just, I don't want to go there. <laughs> no, I'm not going. Uh, situations like that, even with people um, who are... Uh, recovering from drug and alcohol abuse. That's one of the reasons why they're always, it's hard for them to recover completely and they relapse because of triggers. Things that trigger their mind, their mind about when they were using. Could be um, cigarette smoke or could be having a drink in a bar or seeing a friend that they used to use with or anything that would be a trigger for them and they right back to using again. And if somebody who has suffered um, childhood adverse experiences or trauma earlier in their life and has not resolved it, do they then um, sabotage your life or repeat certain behaviors that um, were are toxic? Yes, definitely. They can repeat those behaviors and they can also sabotage yourself because maybe they feel like they're not worthy. So yeah. they, so somebody who experienced a trauma in a relationship, when that relationship ends and they look for another relationship, do they end up uh, finding the same kind of person again? Yes, they draw that person to them because that's what they're thinking about. Uh, I don't want nobody like that. I maybe not say, well, I want my uh, relationship partner to be this, that, and the other way, but some of them just say, I know I don't want that. I don't want nobody like Nancy was. I don't want nobody like Gregory was, <laughs> you know, whatever it might be. And then we draw that to us because we're always thinking about that. And next thing you know, that new person is the same because we've drawn that to us through our thinking. Yeah, and, and as you mentioned before, the feelings of, of hopelessness and helplessness and um, poor self-esteem, mm -hmm. um, because of that, we may not even be aware of these because we've suppressed mm -hmm. the feelings and the experience itself. Exactly. Um, so. And it happened during childhood, and maybe it came from the family, how you're brought up and, you know, what people... Your parents or teachers or, you know, close relatives said to you that you've long since forgotten. But the subconscious mind hasn't forgotten. It records everything that we ever experience, even things that we're not aware of. So why is it important to heal from trauma again? Again, let tell our listeners so that we can give them the same information over. Because if we want to heal ourselves and to um, 
improve our life conditions, we have to get rid of the old stuff that, that trips us up in life, that causes us to have outbursts or anger or gets us in trouble or keeps us drinking or drugging and things like that. We have to get rid of that in order to heal ourselves and to move on to a better life. And so you talk about these kinds of things in your first book, uh, Through It All, A Memoir of Love and Loss. Can you tell us a little bit more about the book? Yeah. Like I had said earlier, it was about finding out what happened to a lost love. And in that process, I thought about those things. I relived it. Um, and thought about those and reflected on, on that, on what happened. And when I found out finally what happened, I could agree that it was for my highest good because the road he went down would have probably destroyed me. I wouldn't have been the person that I was intended to be, that I was born to be, to do. Uh, and so it made it easier and it dried up the tears from that lost love, <laughs> you know, so. And as you said, you found yourself through the writing and the reflection mm -hmm. um, on the writing. And the dreams and the flashbacks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So is the memory connected, is your memoir connected to Through It All Trauma Recovery Journal? Yes, because I felt like I wanted to help other people who may have gone through something similar that I did heal. And, and writing worked for me, and I think writing can work for them if they're willing to be honest with their self and tell their, their truth. And it, that's a difficult process. For some people it is. Yeah, it's not easy to put yourself out there. And you, well, they don't have to publish a book, you know. Or some people do end up publishing a book. I chose to publish my book and make it available for others to help others because, like I tell people, I'm, I'm on the last few chapters of my life. I'm, I'm a senior citizen, and uh, so I, it's about what I leave behind to help. And so tell, I know you do workshops on uh, journal writing and expressive writing mm -hmm. and uh, PTSD. Tell our listeners where they can reach you and how they can um, get access to your and purchase your books. You can purchase my books on Amazon.com under Hetty Keith, and also in the Milwaukee area, you can purchase them at um, Woodland Pattern Book Center and um, Boswell Books <laughs> here in the city. Yeah, and, and then my then my uh, website, excuse me, my website is hkhypnosismilwaukee.com, and you can reach me there as well. Excellent. Um, I want to thank you, Hetty, for your uh, wisdom and for all the work that you've done. Um, this is incredible work, and we need to do more of it. There are so many people in this world that are hurting, and they don't know how to heal. Yes. And this is definitely one way that people can overcome past trauma, adverse life situations, their stress and anxiety. Um, so I applaud you and everything that you've done. And I hope you will come again 
and um, provide more wisdom to my listeners um, because you were just an incredible source of, of information and healing. So thank you very much, Eddie. Well, thank you for having me, Tony.